your host, Goddess Freya Faye, and what I like to do here on the pod is fuck around and find out. (laughs) But really, what I like to do here on the pod is bring fun and sexy guests into the studio to talk about sex and sexuality. You might know my guest today, (laughs) who does a much better job at the intro than I am. (laughs) I like it. Honestly. Who do we have here? <laughs> Me. It's you again. <laughs> you again. You again. <laughs> this is, of course, your host, Aaron Bim. Yes. <laughs> stop, 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 stop. What a switcheroo yeah. we have on our hands. We got a, I'm even sitting in the different chair than I was sitting in the last time I was here. We even switched chairs for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> really, to get... <laughs> Really, to get the embodiment of being in the host chair, it's here. <laughs> Freya, why are you hosting today? Why am I hosting today? It's a particularly special day. It's the 400th episode... Wild. ...of the Bedpost Podcast. Honestly, wild. Wild. The math on that is crazy. <laughs> the math is mathing, though. It certainly is, mm-hmm. yeah. Because if we're 52 weeks in a year, and I loyally, I think I've missed one week. One week I skipped for some reason. Not a good one, probably. But 52, I don't know, math. You figure it out, you figure dear it out. listener. <laughs> you figure it out and tell me. Tag us <laughs> if you're figuring it out. Tell us the number. What is that? One time I had um, a Shahrazad on the pod, and I think it might have been around... Wait, what What episode am I on? 400. 400. So I think it might have been around 300 at the time. And I was like, yeah, I think this might be episode 300. And she was like, and then we two together, like two idiots, staring at each other, trying to figure out how many, how many years it had been. And I was like... That means over six years, and she's like under six years, and then we just stare at each other. What is math? In silent, being like, we don't know if either of us is right. Which one? <laughs> it's it, there's something to say about that because that was actually going to be my very first question. Oh, let's get fucking right into it. I love that. So, math. Mm-hmm. When so even though the math. May or may not may be or mathing. May not be mathing. Do you have an approximate year of when you started the pod? Damn. I guess I guess by the math, it's like <laughs> under eight years ago. Shit. Because I did um I was doing the stage show, I think for like a couple years. And then I was like my my intention was I had like sex experts on mm-hmm. and they'd get a ten minute set on stage 
and you can barely, <laughs> barely get into anything. Cause it was a variety show. So it was like 10 minutes of a lot of different things. And I was like, oh man, some of these guests are so good. And to only have them on for 10 minutes, I was like highway robbery. I was like, I just wish I had a way to sit them down and like talk to them for like way longer. So I was like, hey, let's start a podcast and get them for, hold them hostage for an entire hour. Yes. <laughs> yes. Something we do very well is hold people hostage for hours. So Ideally, not just one. Not just one. No, no, no. My Multi. minimum's an hour and a half at this yeah. point. Multi-hour. But yeah, I'm, I mean, it was so long ago. Is that true? I don't know. I don't remember. But I feel like that was what happened. Potentially, maybe. Potentially, that's a scenario. Mm -hmm. So then you started up the pod. You had a few guests on. You yeah. got those hours in. And what, what were your goals when you first started gaining some traction? Hmm. When I Did first... you have any goals as you... Yeah, I, I know at the very beginning I was like, I kind of had this complex kind of a premise. I was an um, erotica author at the time. So I had this premise of like, maybe I'll write a story each week. And I pitched that to Matt. And like read it and have it half be that and half an interview or something. And I had like different segments and Matt's like, uh, he's like, that's going to be hard to maintain. Like, Story. why don't you go with a really simple premise? Cause also I was like, Oh, maybe we'll research an article and then we'll talk about it or we'll watch a show and we'll review it. Something that like all my ideas had like homework attached to it. And he was like, Ugh. He's like, I love the homework. idea, but it's going to be so much less sustainable mm -hmm. um, and manageable for you to do like on a long-term basis. So that was like a really great piece of advice he gave me. So immediately my premise was like, okay, let's have this be really simple. It's just two people kind of chatting mm -hmm. about like, you know, on topic, but um, yeah, I didn't have to do any work. <laughs> why, do, why do more work? Yeah, why do less? more work? You can do less. Exactly. Phrase of the year. Yeah. So the format has stayed the same then. For yeah. 400 episodes, you have had literally 400 people to talk to then. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh-huh. That's, that's a lot of it's people. It's a lot of people I've talked to. It's a lot of people that you've talked to. I didn't know I knew 400 people. <laughs> you do now. <laughs> but I do now. <laughs> So with that then, have there been any unexpected connections or friendships formed through the podcast that stand out to you from the 400 people that you've had on? In general, like, I feel like I pretty much keep in touch with most of the people. Like, because you do that thing of like, you know, maybe you were seeing them on Twitter and you're in each other's kind of got as sight lines and then you finally connect and it's like oh my god it's the first time we're talking that's so fun and then you continue your online friendship um after that and you know you connect social so i feel like i'm still sharing you know and bed posts on the instagram like i stare, share stories other people constantly mm -hmm. those are all past guests so yeah. like they're constantly on my feed and i'm constantly you know retweeting or like whatever that looks like but like i feel like <laughs> i have fucked some guests. <laughs> okay, yes, then I'm listening. I'm happened. sure you're listening too. <laughs> that has happened. Yes. Yes, where we interviewed and then it was like, hey, do you want to grab a drink? 
a drink. That's been hang? fun. Yeah, you want hang hang ba- hang 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 So it's podcasting thing? Podcast and chill? Yeah, okay, <laughs> but yeah, it's like I don't know. It, it it's kind of the thing of like, okay, maybe I have acquaintances in this industry, um, or across, you know, uh, parallel industries and like um it gives me that chance to like just kind of be a bit closer of an acquaintance which is always nice i've always seen doing the podcast as like social time for myself i'm like this is yeah the right amount of social for me because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you get to explore topics that interest you with people that interest you and actually have really fun exciting sexy intellectual conversations yep which sounds very fulfilling to me, which I'm sure it's is nice. to you. <laughs> and it puts it in this container of mm-hmm. like, okay, we're here to do a thing. So that like takes a lot of pressure off for like social situations for me. Yes. Yeah. There's an agenda. A task. A task. Oh, love completing a task. <laughs> love crossing that off oh, the list. Oh, yes. Mm. <laughs> oh, baby. <laughs> so do you see the format then staying the same? Yeah. Kind of keeping up the... Yeah. Yeah, it works, right? It works. And it's honestly, you know, taking on that piece of advice was like, you know, maybe why I'm still doing it now and maybe why I feel like this wasn't one of my projects that I've discontinued because it's so easy to maintain. It's so fulfilling. I get like so much back from it. I can edit the episode so quickly at this point. It's all set up. It promotes itself. It's it's its own machine that runs Mm -hmm. by itself. Yes. So it's really low maintenance. So like, I personally don't see any reason to like change it up. Would you say that you have lubed this machine very well? (laughs) It's wet. It's wet. (laughs) It's a very well lubed machine. Very. So (laughs) well lubed. Silicone lube. Ooh. Might be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oil base, perhaps. Don't use condoms with oil base, though. No, no. No, no. (laughs) (laughs) It's great to hear that you have gotten so efficient at the process of kind of getting guests on the pod. Yeah, that might be the part that takes the most work. Mm -hmm. When I come up against that thing of like, oh, shit, I have no one for this Sunday (laughs) again. I'm like... So, because again, mentioning the social thing um, of how like that feels comfortable, it is does feel uncomfortable for me to reach out mm. to like people I don't know mm-hmm. to be on my podcast. That feels like eh, a bit vulnerable or whatever. So, like that's if it there's work that's involved, that's the most work mm-hmm. of like reaching out to people. And do you, would you say that you reach out to people um, more often to get? people on the pod or do you usually have somebody in mind that you already want to ask honestly <laughs> sometimes I have topics in mind okay mm-hmm. I'm also always wanting POCs on mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and I'm so lucky that I do this thing now where I have big followings on a couple platforms where I can just put a call out for guests and be like who wants to come on because that feels comfortable the one-on-one reach out for me reaching out, that's uncomfortable. But for me just putting out a general tweet of like, who wants to be on POC to the front? I usually get a couple from mm-hmm. that. So like, that's kind of my go-to at this point. Good. <laughs> but that's the you've, you've worked your way up in the industry to be able to do that. And I think that's yeah. kind of incredible. Yeah, I've got some great can... guests from doing yeah. that. 
Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's that's a... (laughs) (laughs) To be able to just put out a tweet and and have the guests that, you know, are really inspiring and and talking about topics that you want to talk about, like, I think that's really, really cool. Yeah. Thanks. That you're able to do that. Yeah. I I rely on that at this point. (laughs) So I'm glad to. (laughs) So what continues to motivate you then? Hmm. Um presenting like uh diverse topics motivates me mm. like what I'm always craving to do is like ooh, let's get a topic that we haven't really hit on much so that's motivating um or like people yeah who have just a different perspective to add different story to tell I'm like always looking I'm I'm very motivated to like talk about more different things to yeah feature more people mm-hmm. just to like add to the vibrancy of the guests and the topics if you scroll through your it is a vibrant thanks yeah it is it is it is colorful it is vibrant it is all of the hues it is thanks 400 episodes worth of vibrancy of all different that's what i want yeah and i that's what i feel proud of I when am. i look back and scroll and i'm like okay what kinds of guests what kinds of topics have i been hitting on a lot mm-hmm. and how i can offer different stuff and i love to look back through the episodes and see all different people talking about all different things under mm-hmm. this umbrella that's so satisfying for me yes. to like see that all curated so nicely yeah like big picture stuff you know like yeah yeah I like it. <laughs> With the vibrancy, then, is there, are there, is there anybody that you've really wanted to interview, interview that you haven't interviewed yet? I mean, I'm so nervous to reach out to people. Matt constantly tells <gasps> me that you should reach out to, Or that you're going to interview Matt. <laughs> oh, I've interviewed Matt. Oh. Honestly, I was telling okay, Matt yes. that I didn't know what to do for 400 or no, or, or no, not for 400 last week. I think I was a little stuck. Someone canceled on me and I was a little yeah. stuck. Someone ended up filling in, but he was like, uh, he's like, I could go on as a character, <laughs> as a character. Oh my God. <laughs> that was my backup Dude. for last week. I'm not going to lie. Okay. So he's been on it here and there. That needs to happen. <laughs> you also lose with the crazy, uh, commercial he recorded for for, Thank you, Matt, for your yeah for your the brilliance. sex conference. <laughs> that was so good. Insane ad. I'm gonna say maybe he inspired my intro a little bit. <laughs> like wrestling announcer intro. Yes. Oh, that ad is so funny. Like it's... Alex, who runs Sex Tech, mm-hmm. she was like, "Who recorded the ad?" <laughs> well, it's like, it's my husband, Matt. And she's like, he should do voiceovers, lol. And I was like, he, he does. does. And she's like, oh. <laughs> she's trying to like burn him. I'm like, that's, believe it or not, that this is, is what literally does. what he does. Oh, Matt. Oh, and he was featured. Um, so I did an episode with Chloe and Erica. Mm-hmm. And Matt wrote <gasps> Would You Rathers and, yes. the, you know, just a bunch of dumb questions. Um, and I did have to yell out because he was in the uh, living room at the time when I was recording in the bedroom. So I did have to yell out a couple times to clarify some things on the question. <laughs> so you, you will hear in the background. I remember that episode. Yeah. That was... Because he was oh. like, you have to give birth to a screaming watermelon or something. And I was... And we were, we were like, what is the watermelon screaming? 
what does his voice sound like? How bad is it? You know, how bad is it? So I was like, hey, Matt, <laughs> what does this watermelon sound like? And then he did the voice. It's so good. If you haven't checked out that episode, it is well worth it. It's a dumb one. I don't remember what number it is. but It's a real dumb one. 370 something, sure. maybe? I don't I can't remember. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's in there. Just scroll down a little bit. <laughs> yeah, so Matt is like peppered throughout. Absolutely. <laughs> So besides Matt, who else would you want? Oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So my point was that Matt often is like, you can reach out, reach out to celebrities, you know, like reach out to celebrities. Um, and I'm been, I'm still don't feel great about doing that. I haven't, I don't know. I'm like, no, I don't know. I don't need to. I don't want to. But, you know, unfortunately, Sue Johansson passed away. So. R.I.P. So that was, Mm -hmm. honestly, that would have been, if I can think of one person, Mm -hmm. that would have been the person. Top tier. Yeah. So maybe I should have taken Matt's advice (laughs) and reached out because they could fucking die. And then I don't have a chance anymore. So maybe I should reach out to people. Shoot your shot, as they say. Shoot your fucking shot. Shoot your shot. That's it. Yep. Get it in there. Mm -hmm. Get it right in the basket. (laughs) I can't play basketball. No, but, I, I um, saw. I... <laughs> I saw you mind that. I was like, what's that? Nope. <laughs> what's that wrist? I don't happening? know. It's not it. It's all in the wrist. It's <laughs> this... a very fancy basketball shot you have there. Yeah. More, more resembling voguing. That's my forte, I think. Yes. Stay in your lane. Yeah. <laughs> so besides Sue... Yeah, yes. I mean, I've I've what? interviewed Alicia. F- alive? I've, <laughs> yeah, perhaps. I've interviewed Alicia Fisher numerous times oh, at yes. this point. Who uh-huh. at one point was Dr. Jess's um, assistant? <laughs> so I've interviewed Alicia. Oh, wow. So I mean, I'd love to have Dr. Jess on actually. Yeah. Hear that? <laughs> Hear that? Happen? Hear that? Do we? Smells like success. Smells like. <laughs> It's going to happen. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. I'll keep my fingers crossed. Maybe I'll still be too nervous and shy, but whatever. Aww. You know me. I'm so shy. I'm so shy. Viewers, make it happen. Yeah. Tag Dr. Jess. Yeah. Yes. I mean, you've met Dr. Jess before. You know what? I haven't. You haven't? I don't think so. No. At all my friends, oh, yeah. Yeah, I, don't think a, I, I really don't think It just I have. seems like a very natural thing that would have already happened. Yeah, I, I know a lot of people that work with her. Mm-hmm. Um, like Luna Matadas works with her yeah. regularly. So if I, yeah, it's interesting that I haven't. But, I mean, she's a busy lady. She travels a lot. I know mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Her and her husband travel a lot. So mm-hmm. maybe that's it. I don't know. Regulars. <laughs> 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 Whatever. <laughs> Well, there's plenty, plenty, plenty more guests to have on. Endless. That's also the thing of, like, why it's still going, because there's just, like, so many people with so many different experiences to talk about. It's endless. It's literally, I mean... There will always be people with always new stuff to talk about. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, sex and sexuality is a vast... Vast. Vast, vast. Yeah. Vast, vast. And even what's interesting about doing it this long is, like, guests... I have guests back on that then they have a different 
you know, take different experiences, different stories from the last time I had them on, Mm -hmm. you know, they've grown and they've learned and they've, you know, Mm -hmm. have different goals and all that stuff. So it's like, you can even have one guest on again and you still get more new stuff. That's valuable. Viewpoints change and beliefs change. And so with that, actually I have a long question here. Uh Has there been a particular episode that required you to confront a difficult topic or challenge your own beliefs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So maybe somebody came on with one viewpoint and had another viewpoint later. Did it challenge you in any way? Hmm. I don't know if this completely answers the question, but the person that jumps out for me was Sue Bratton, actually. She was a fabulous guest and like such an awesome, kick-ass lady. Mm-hmm. Like She's got her fingers in every pot like she's one of those boss ass bitches that like has an empire you know is like growing the empire and like just such a marketing genius and like such an entrepreneurial spirit um and what I was like, first of all, I was a bit nervous to interview her because she's kind of a big fucking deal. Mm. Not even kind of. She's a big fucking deal. But um, I know in the interview, we were like coming up against like I was coming from a kinky queer mm. lens mm-hmm. and she's coming from a very heteronormative lens. Okay. All her marketing mm-hmm. is like, you know, to male female couples, right. basically cis male female couples. So... There was a bit of like language stuff that were that was different, mm-hmm. and um, I was so happy to hear her at one point just say that she was aware when she says men and women, or wish when she says you know, um, I was like penis owners and vulva vagina owners. Like mm-hmm. I was using that terminology, and she was like, just for the sake of flow of conversation, I use women and men. But of course, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, like women can have penises and, and men can have all the vaginas and stuff like this. Um, and, uh, so that I was like aware that there might, you know, I didn't know. A little bit of a you, dance. Never know. you never know. Yeah. A little yeah. bit of a dance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was so gracious and, um, I'm so open as well, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think together we were both like, yeah, we come from two totally different worlds in this industry, but we, came up we had such a great talk and interview and had a lot of commonalities mm-hmm. um so yeah there's those are the types of interviews that like I think I most think of when you ask that a question mm-hmm. like that yeah. I'm like yeah it's somebody that just has I think comes from a bit of a different world so I'm like already kind of anticipating us to not use the same language us to not like have the same experience, you know, but that's, again, what I love about doing it Mm -hmm. is that you're going to have those moments where it's like, um, someone comes with something completely different than me and that's what I want, you know, but it is interesting because you, we improvise everything. Like Mm -hmm. I never, I very rarely plan out any episode. So it's just kind of that nervousness of like, "Ah, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what topics we're going to stumble across. And that's can be a little nerve wracking, but it always works out. It usually works out. And it so. sounds like you approach it with curiosity and like a desire to learn just yeah. as much about the other person as I'm sure that they're wanting to, to learn about your viewpoints too. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 
that happened a bunch in that episode as well, I think. Yeah, yeah. Even like she knew a lot about anatomy, which I didn't know she knew that much about anatomy. Like, more than I did. Oh. Like I think I jumped in to be like, oh, you mean this? And then she's like, well, that, but also. And then she was like, did, 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 and like talked about so many things I didn't know anything about. It was like, oh, I need to shut up right now. Is what I need to do. Yeah. <laughs> I need to be listening because, yeah, I was like, kind of came in to correct her on something. And then I was like, oh, no. Oh, no, wait. Yeah, she knows way more about this. Like, I might have, I might have edited out my interjection because I was like, it was so not, you know, um, not what I should have been doing in that moment. I might have left it in just so people could hear me do that. Um, but I also might have, for my own humility. <laughs> Just for my like, own pride, I'd rather. Like, I might have cut it out, me interjecting. Whoops. I don't know look, what I'm My finger slipped. Yeah. <laughs> Either I was feeling really prideful that yes. day or really humble. And the edit, you know, the edit happened. We'll find out. <laughs> yeah. What did you learn from that experience and did you take anything um, from that experience forward into your other episodes? Hmm. Um... In terms of the, like, the Yeah, I always wish I shut up more. So that was another experience of that. Where I was like, oh yeah. If you don't know about the topic. Like, you don't always need to add something, Erin. <laughs> you don't. So you're learning as you go. Yeah. Still, oh, to still. this day. Yeah. 400 episodes later, and you're still learning. Absolutely. I think that's fucking excellent. Hmm, thanks. Like, to, to not think that you know everything. No, you know, and to to literally be humble enough to four hundred episodes later, still hmm. be in the process of like, oh wow, there's there's still so much value in in doing the podcast and learning and learning how to, um, you know, be with people. Because I think that's what this is about: is how 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 can I be with another person in this kind of intimate space, sharing this knowledge and and then learning from each other. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I think on some days I'm like, oh, I, I know this person knows so much stuff that I don't. So I'm literally going to talk as little as possible. Sometimes that's my intention. Mm -hmm. But I think with that specific interview that I just mentioned with Susan, I was planning on contributing my viewpoint. Mm -hmm. So that put me in that spot of like, feeling like I needed to contribute my perspective. And then I was like, yeah, I didn't need to do that with Ooh. her. I, I could have just, you know, she knows what the fuck she's talking about. I didn't, I don't know where that instinct came from. She knows I, science. She does <laughs> way more than I fucking did. So there you go. <laughs> so on the flip side then, yep. what have been, um, some of, what, what are some notable moments for you? What, what are like the, something that just comes to the top of your head? What is something that is really made you feel good or made you laugh really loudly <laughs> oh my god polly pocket was wild po miss polly oh my god polly <laughs> was wild and i was so excited to have that energy on the pod just this unrestrained <laughs> And like you can kind of see me trying to corral her throughout mm -hmm. the episode. You can you can hear me trying to corral her into discussion topics, but like I love when she just came with that wildness. She was so funny. I've had so many com comments uh, and compliments of people hearing that episode and being like, "She was hilarious. She was just so fun." And um, yeah, it's interesting because sometimes you can hear me try to corral people right a bit, <laughs> yes. you know. Um, <laughs> 
Because <laughs> like Stay I the love fuck on topic. <laughs> and I but I love goof I love goofing off, yes. but also I'm gonna be the one I'm the interviewer, right? Yeah. So I'm gonna try and steer it back to like, you know, something. So there are definitely episodes you can hear me try to do that with people, but like yeah, and in memory hers was just like oh, she, I love to just her her to come with so much energy and so much personality and just so be her herself like right from the bat. Oh, she came to play. It was so fun. So yeah. if you're having a if you're having a sad day, if you're having a bad day, go listen to the Polly <laughs> <laughs> episode. Great. One part which was so funny that I think about often is like she was saying how she can't go anywhere th- without men just like dropping to their knees, you okay. know. Yes. And she's like, my cousin has had it with me. Like <laughs> that that phrase was so funny. Like I can picture her and her cousin going places, and her cousin just being like, oh, another man, another like, one. giving you money. Oh God, oh, can we no. not go anywhere? Do anything can't take you anywhere oh my god and her saying her cousin is like done with her <laughs> such a funny imagery to me i love it we can't hang out anymore yeah <laughs> like, this is too much it's too, too, too much for me yeah. you're too gorgeous yeah she was cut off by her cousin <laughs> so funny imagine that'd be, that'd be so sad be like why can't we hang out anymore i'm just too pretty yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was the other way around. She's like, you're too pretty. Yes. <laughs> like, okay, <laughs> Men don't leave you alone. It's annoying. <laughs> I feel bad about myself. <laughs> There's that tear emoji. Bedpost podcast is sponsored by Come As You Are. Founded as a worker-owned cooperative, Come As You Are has a fundamentally anti-capitalist and feminist approach to sexual pleasure, health, and education. Come As You Are doesn't profit from your pleasure and only stocks products that they truly love and believe in. Come As You Are has been voted best sex shop in Toronto since 1997. Check them out at comeasyouare.com or 254 Augusta Avenue in Toronto's own Kensington Market. We are also sponsored by Club M4 Toronto. Club M4 is the largest sexually charged lifestyle club in the GTA. And now you can go to their website www.clubm4.com But one of my favorite things to do is to go to their Instagram events page and see what they've got going on. Scrolling through here, threesome Fridays, sexy plus-size play party, a night with the theme little black dress. If anything looks interesting and you want to check it out, head on down to Club M4 at 1989 Dundas Street, Mississauga. They've made some good memories, even with me and you here. Hundred percent. I've done two episodes now here. With three, three now, three now, oh. three now. It's your host. I got my regulars. I got my regulars. I can rely on you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are who have been your other regulars? Oh, Lush Lynn, mm-hmm. Andrea Wareham. Shout out, shout out. Chloe Mars. Mm-hmm. Even Erica Bose has been on a couple times at this point. Um, Love all these people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've had lots of repeats. Um, 
Lynn stands out as like, yeah, one of my favorite people to have back. She's so good at public speaking. I mean, all these people are mm-hmm. as well, but like Lynn, there's something about Lynn that I'm just, um, I appreciate so much. She's so warm and she knows her shit. She's got so much cool experience to add to conversations and she's so good at like presenting herself and like she's just such a good public speaker like I saw her do a panel once and like I was like you are so fucking good at this so good at this and yeah I'll have her back anytime open invitation I love Lynn Lynn. (laughs) also book also book us as a duo also do that duos oh hey oh hey oh capital d Capital U. Capital O. <laughs> what does that spell? Duo. Duo, baby. Duos, 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 Always. Ah, uh, let's just have a... A moment for duos. A moment for duos. I, you... I read a, I read a, I read a thing on Twitter um, about... <laughs> you're in your duo era. I am. Yes. Oh. Such, such and so much. In my, such and so. <laughs> such and so in my duo era. I mean, always, but especially now. <laughs> especially. What, what was the, what was, like, what happened to increase the duos? I don't know. I'm so curious. Maybe it's because I keep tweeting about it, mm-hmm. that it's on people's minds, because it's so funny. Mm-hmm. People know, like, clients that book me solo, they know that. They're like, I know you like duos, so like next time I'm gonna try and book a duo. Like they know, and I'm like, Good. yeah, I yes. think it's because I'm constantly talking about duos on Twitter. Maybe, maybe we love duos <laughs> because I love a duo, and I post a lot of pictures of like, because that that's the thing that happens. You book one, mm-hmm. and then you take some pictures together, and then when people see that visual of you together at Ritual Chamber, they're like that. They're like, yes, that. Yes. And this as well. <laughs> and then also this, this miming this that miming. you're doing. I don't know what it co- could possibly be if you're looking at a picture of two beautiful women um, in a dungeon. But um, yeah, that does a lot for marketing when you post the picture of you together. Because that just is like, people see it and they're like, okay, that. They can't think of it themselves. No. They but when they see it, they're like that. that. It's like a multiple choice. <laughs> you know, It's this option. Yeah. This option, which is the same option as above, and then C, which is the All same as above. A. <laughs> what is it that you like about duos? Oh, well, they're just fun because I'm lucky that I'm friends with a lot of the people I work with. So it's like a fun thing to do with your friend. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, I'm an improviser and like, I like to be present in the moment. So I'm I love the energy of just seeing what the other person is adding, the ideas they're putting out there, the way they react to my ideas, mm-hmm. the way, you know, the client and the, and the co-top, like, we're all kind of interacting together in the moment, and it's just so fun, and it's usually so creative, because yeah. suddenly now there's three brains in the room, and again, it's that thing of coming to the session, like, from a place of humility of being like, oh, I'm, I want to learn from this person. I'm always going to take away something mm-hmm. um, from the duo partner. Yes. Yeah, because mm-hmm. they do stuff differently. Yeah. And I want to know, I want to know more stuff to do. Either, either it's like skill-wise or stylistically. Um, the way they use the stuff in the space is usually different from... Mm-hmm. Um, like, I think our go-to activities and our go-to equipment 
is all different yeah. or go to uh-huh. implements. Like mm-hmm. I have my top three, you know, things that you do, right? Mm-hmm. Um, tools, all that stuff. So it's interesting. I love the dual moments where it's like, oh, I never use that. Oh, I've never used that. Mm-hmm. How do you use it? Show me, mm-hmm. you know. Because that, that happens a lot. I've had those moments with you. Yeah. Like, this is... I'm like, I use this all the time. This? And you're like, where did you get that? What is that? And I'm like, I literally use this every session. It's a hat. It's a hat. <laughs> I think every podcast we've been on together, I think every podcast we've been on together, we've talked about our fashion show duo. Oh, so God, I can't. We can't spend more time on Never it. Never again. No. It's, it's a just, hat. It's just so good. What's this made of? <laughs> obsessed with Apollo the bird um, Apollo the talking bird shout out to Apollo Apollo this... you have given us endless hours of enjoyment endless hours mm-hmm. we endless... quote he, so many quotables from Apollo if you haven't uh, checked out Apollo the grey <laughs> parrot um, I think it's Apollo and friends yeah um, I was gonna say that yeah. Yeah, Apollo and friends Apollo yeah. and TikTok, friends. Insta it's so it's... funny go watch it if you want to know Freya and I's sense of humor watch those that's it because that's it that's literally it it's right there for you <laughs> specifically the one where he learns about plants for the first what? time that video <laughs> was so good if you mention it in a session we'll be points. very happy points brownie points gold star speaking of mentioning things in session yes do you find that people mention the podcast to you like in a consultation or or usually in session? yep mm-hmm. usually i I do have in my negotiation questions, one of my like chit chatty questions off the top is like, where'd you hear about me? Yeah. Why'd you book with me? Mm-hmm. And you know, that's nice kind of chit chat to get people to relax and stuff. But also it's a bit of a marketing thing for me. Mm-hmm. And like where, you know, when you get those little surveys, where did you where hear did about, about us? Yeah. Google. No. <laughs> so like the bed book podcast. a lot of times it's the podcast. Um, maybe it's like I followed you on Twitter forever. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's I subscribed to your Patreon. Maybe it's I went to the Ritual Chamber and I just liked your pictures. Mm-hmm. You know, that one's more rare than any of the others, honestly. Wow. Um, that's probably the most rare. So podcast is pretty... Podcast is up there, sweet. though. Yeah. I love a client that's done a bit of research. Because mm-hmm. I have so much available. Mm-hmm. I'm everywhere on the internet. Yes. So, like... Um, I appreciate when somebody's like, maybe just gone and listened to an episode just to get my vibe before booking. I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Get a feel for what you're like, you know, how you present, how you speak and And fall in love with me. Fall effortlessly, (laughs) effortlessly in love with Lady Pim. I mean, the episode, um, um, I mean, you've done a couple at this point, but like people refer to our episodes a lot. So I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> we're silly gooses <laughs> they do though people What's talk that? about oh I listen to the one with you and Freya oh, I get thanks. that a lot in in like clients uh, when, when I ask that question they're like oh I listen to your podcast I listen to the one with you and Freya I get that a lot we like that <laughs> that makes me feel good for some reason that episode oh. <laughs> people mention a lot to me the first one or the second one I don't know both both maybe both there's two yeah mm-hmm now three. Now three. <laughs> I forgot. I am also <laughs> on an episode right now. Oh, wow. We're just hanging out. We are hanging out, but we're also. So yeah. if a client is booking for the first time, so you like them to do their, their research, yeah. what 
things in particular do you like somebody to kind of um, bring into that first meeting? Bare minimum, I need mm-hmm. to know a couple activities. Some people don't even have that, and that's okay too, I guess. We'll explore, we'll find them. But also, like, you know, maybe just think of a, give me, I need a bit of guideline, mm-hmm. a little bit of an outline. Mm-hmm. I do not need you to plan the whole scene. That's absolutely my job. Yes, do not. But I need a little something to go off of. So, like, think of a couple activities you would like to do and consider why you like those activities. What about those activities do you find interesting? Mm-hmm. Because I'm a person that's like, you know, I want to go a little deeper than just doing the activity. So like, give me a bit more information that I can work with mm-hmm. so that I can give you like a nuanced experience. Mm-hmm. Cause we can do the activities and then we can add the other things you find interesting while we're doing the activities. Mm-hmm. You don't need to show up with much more than that, honestly. Yeah. Practice good hygiene, be hydrated, show up exactly on time, not early, not late. Eat something. Eat fucking something so you don't pass out halfway through. Because of my beauty. (laughs) It's all the day. Fainting immediately. You know, you can bring a cute little outfit. Mm -hmm. You can. That's kind of fun when somebody, like, when I leave them in the room to get ready for a couple minutes, usually people just undress, but some people change into a cute outfit. That's cute, but it's not necessary. Mm -hmm. Some people bring toys, implements, especially if they have, like, specialty kink of stuff we don't have. That's always fun. But, again, you don't have to bring anything. Mm-hmm. So just, like, literally think of a couple things you want to do, and then I'll make it into magic. <laughs> I have witnessed this <laughs> so many times. <laughs> this phenomena of making magic. Just give me a little bit. Just, just give me a little bit, and I promise I'll blow your mind. Yes. Yeah. Like, even if it's humiliation. <laughs> We did make magic earlier we this made... afternoon. Yes. We did make magic off of almost nothing. Off of one word. Yes. <laughs> that is I made a great little are. video. <laughs> you know what? I prefer to do that though. Like, I much prefer people to give me less. Mm-hmm. Um, less is more sometimes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, you know, like, I need some information. Absolutely. But, like, too much. I like information, but, like, if you're trying to tell me every beat of the scene, I don't like that. Because my skills are improvising. Mm -hmm. And I have a lot of experience that I'm bringing to the table. Mm -hmm. So I don't feel like you're using me in the best way possible if you're dictating moment to moment. For a video you're ordering, for a session, I, you know, that's tough. I'm like, well, you could get anyone to do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What Um, is it that you... But they're seeking you out, so yeah. allow so if, your qualities to, absolutely. to really shine. Yeah, so if you're giving me lots of background information, I like that. But as far as the actual thing, just let me, give me the information, and then we'll kind of like put it to the side and then be there in the moment together. Mm-hmm. Or as you saw in the video earlier, <laughs> just let us, let us do it, because we're That's good true. at it, and it's going to be fun and funny and hot and all that stuff. Real hot. <laughs> so hot. So hot. <laughs> so sexy. Yeah. <laughs> There's like a fine line, you know, of how much I want. (laughs) Like that shouldn't burden somebody looking to order a video or do a client. Like you're not supposed to know all of this stuff and we don't expect you to. Uh When you show up, I'll let you know what's up and be like, you know, if you've got a big long story, a thousand things you want to do, you've got it mapped out the entire thing. I'll be like, cool. Thank you for that. We're not going to use it. What I need to know are your top three activities. Mm -hmm. And kind of what they feel like to you, what they mean to you. 
um, the energy you enjoy. Mm-hmm. And that's it. I'll, I read it. I skimmed it. But <laughs> I skimmed it. I skim, let's be honest. I skimmed it. Um, but I just want the top three. And then let's just let's just go and, and do have it. a fun, sexy time. Have a fun, sexy time. Yes. Absolutely. Like we do here on the pod. <laughs> Like we do as I do this. Yeah, you're the host now. It's a big sense of responsibility. I'm actually, I'm feeling the sense of responsibility. No. Yeah, I'm like, wow, you've done this 400 times. This is like, whoa. No, that's funny because I feel a sense of responsibility when I'm on the guest side. I'm way mm. more, not right now because mm. it's my pod, but when I'm on someone else's pod, mm-hmm. I feel the responsibility of like the guest. Mm. I feel like hosting so much easier, but obviously it's because I've got a lot of experience doing it. But... A lot of experience hosting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, not just the pod, you had your show. Yeah, you hosted like, the show. That's... I host some munches now. You host I'm very comfortable munches? doing that. Yeah. 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 I love hearing your chats at the My munches talks. they're so good My little topics Their little topics and the munches are great they're <laughs> wildly entertaining and informative that's, nice. that's what i love about your approach hmm. it is a perfect balance of entertaining and informative hmm. it's like educational it's entertaining it's engaging I like the ease here. I love an alliteration. Educational, entertaining. What was the other one I Aaron. said? Erin. Yay! <laughs> yes. Yay! I mean, I think that's a tactic, right? Like, um, that's a tactic to learning, I think. That's how you get them to be engaged in your educational material, is that you entertain while you're doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, and I, you do that so well. It, it's so easy to listen to the topics that you speak about and hearing you mm. speak on the podcast and hearing you speak at the bunch. Like, it's like, I kind of sit there like, what's she going to say next? <laughs> I love wow. you. Being, love you being in the front row, <laughs> yes. looking like that at me. I'm like, I love it. What's next? What's next? Like, wow. You're so supportive right now. I love it. You're looking up at me like that. I love it. <laughs> Just, I get to laugh too, which is the best part. Like, you're an engaged <laughs> listener too. I'm you're like nodding. Engaged. You're like, yeah, you're like, <laughs> <laughs> smiling and okay. nodding the whole time. I think you're the best. <laughs> the um the the, the bimbo dom topic was mm. so good. Thank you. <laughs> Favorite phrase? Oopsies. Oopsie. Oopsie. <laughs> I love an oopsie. Love an oopsie moment. What do you love about an oopsie? I think I like the intentionality of it. Of mm-hmm. like, in the past, I've you know dealt with perfectionism and fear of failure and all that stuff so for me the intentionality of like bimbo top is like leaning into releasing all that and leaning into like how mistakes can be like really good things and fun and funny and like um that can be a really freeing place for me to play Mm -hmm. you know I've released a lot of that just you know throughout 30s and Mm -hmm. all that but 20s in my 20s that would have been very hard for me um so I really like to embrace that mm-hmm. yeah of just like oops that's the thing that happened mm-hmm. I guess <laughs> this is and I mean yeah that's and pretty here we are now yeah and, and I think that's pretty like a real big part of my style mm-hmm. at this point I'm just I get, it comes from experience honestly mm-hmm. having a lot of experience you just feel so confident and fuck ups 
<laughs> does not matter. You've shot, you've shot videos with me. You shot, like, I'm like, one take wonder, baby. I'm like, we're doing one take of this. If we fuck up, I am not editing it out. I don't care. <laughs> it's all staying. One take it wonder. It is what it is. It literally is what it is. Like, yeah, that's so, so where I'm at now in my life with all my work stuff. And that's so interesting to think that, like, yeah, 20 years ago. Absolutely not. When I hear that, it sounds authentic no. to me. It's like, that is the authentic moment, you know? Like, that... Mm. A one take wonder is like that. That is this is me. This is what you're getting. I'm mm -hmm. like when I hear that, it's like I'm not gonna edit myself mm -hmm. and like give you something that's not who I am. That's curated. That's curated. Yeah. Right. Like this, it sounds like this is a, a really integrated kind of part of your part of yourself that you want other people to see. Yeah, and I think that's what in my brain that's what they're paying for is to like look behind the curtain. <laughs> A bit, right? So, I think that's special about what I offer. So, I hope people also see that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. the The authenticity is, um, you know, it 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 makes a, it that's what connection is about, right? Mm -hmm. you know, even just having people on the podcast and speaking from your heart and speaking, you know, about the topics, it's like those are really authentic moments that you get to share with other people and have for yourself. And even if it's just doing a video or being in session, like mm -hmm. it sounds like you're really living authentically. I like to think so. Yeah. I thought of an interesting story while you were talking. Before I was a sex worker, mm -hmm. um, I was in, you know, sex and sexuality adjacent, sex work adjacent jobs. Mm -hmm. So I was doing a lot of sexuality work, um, but I wasn't like a sex worker yet. So I um, was booked as an actor to play a sex worker. Oh, I've actually played so many sex workers as a young adult. Not okay. <laughs> but anyways, um, <laughs> I've played so many prostitutes, so many as like literally a kid. Like, well. anyway, um, <laughs> Hamilton musical theater. Whee! Anyways, why is there always flowers in musical theater? I don't know, but I always ended up playing them. It's a, anyways, um, it's a selling point. So I was doing sexuality work, but, um, uh, I hadn't done sex work yet, and I was booked as an actor to play a sex worker, a street sex worker, in Nirvana the Band the Show okay. for an episode. And myself and Andrea Warehunt were cast in these roles. She had sex worker experience at the oh. time, and I did not. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, the first, like, take, I was all putting on, I was all ready to put on, like, the sexy persona, you know, or at least to, like, act a bit sexy, mm -hmm. and Andrea was so authentically herself, mm. she didn't put anything on, and immediately, like, I, I, like, adjusted my energy, because I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> obviously, like, I was informed by, you know, so much media about sex work that isn't authentic, right? That's right. not written yes. by sex workers and stuff like that. Yeah. So my instinct, despite all my experience, was to, like, put on this sexy thing. Put mm -hmm. on something, right, in this role. And it was so interesting to see Andrea immediately not do that. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, oh, yeah, no, I'm not either. <laughs> like, that's, yeah, no, that, that. <laughs> This, this is what I this and immediately it. adjusted. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, that's kind of interesting. Oh, you've known Andrea for a, a long time. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, didn't, I didn't know it went that far back. 
I met Andrea because Paul Ayoshi had um, painted a nude of Andrea, mm-hmm. and it was hung in my store because we sold paintings out of my store. Oh. And it was hung in my store for a while, mm-hmm. and we painted it together. Like I was working on my own work, we'd have paint dates, paint Paul date. and I, Let's and see. he painted Andrea, and she came in to see her painting before it got sold, and that was when I first met Andrea. Oh, yeah. I funny? did not know that. Isn't that funny? Mm. It sold like the next day or something. It was barely cured. <laughs> Someone's like, yep, that. I need yep, it right now. Yep. How much is that? Right now. I think I even right gave now. them tax off because <laughs> they wanted it so bad. So I was like, badly. I'll pay the tax. How badly do they want it? Yeah. So, <laughs> so badly. Bad. <laughs> it hasn't even dried yet. <laughs> Literally, it's so wet. It's so wet. <laughs> <laughs> it's still wet. <laughs> like, I don't care. Doesn't matter. <laughs> I need it in my hand. <laughs> yeah. I want to feel the wetness. Yeah. I was like, you know what? I, want, I need you to have this too. So I'm going to not put the tax in here. I'll pay the tax. Here you go. Yeah. A gift. Yeah. A gift from me. So speaking of beginnings then, uh, just because I'm curious then, mm-hmm. how did you end up getting into sex work? How did you end up becoming Lady Pim? Honestly, um, doing the podcast, doing the stage show... I worked with so many sex workers, Mm -hmm. so many different types of sex workers. I heard so many different perspectives on sex work and all the different ways it can look and all the different people that do it for all sorts of reasons. And it was very easy to see myself again from being like in a sex work adjacent in sex work adjacent work, like to it at, at a certain point was not a big leap at all for me to do sex work. It's so easy and it's so funny. It just made so much sense with the trajectory of yeah. like my sexuality work and it was so funny that like I anybody I told that I was like officially doing sex work they're like oh I assumed you yeah, were already, already. Like, yeah uh-huh. or like oh yeah that makes sense like really no reaction. <laughs> uh. <laughs> just Finally. No shock. <laughs> Not one like, person was shocked. Like, ah, she's finally doing it. <laughs> Great. Well, I did start doing it, which is so funny. Uh, so it had much made sense for me as for everyone else, apparently. <laughs> Here you are now. Yeah, honestly, I was at a job that I was like not really digging, and I was trying to think of like whether what other type of work that I would feel more satisfied doing, and like. Uh, conversations with Matt and I you know me kind of trying to shift careers and stuff like that again I had so many close friends that did it and he was like you know when I brought that up he was like oh absolutely he's like oh yeah (laughs) like so supportive immediately yeah yeah of me Mickey he's like you would love that you know so that was it was pretty easy honestly and I've I've told the story again but I don't think to you actually Hmm. personally is that like I knew Shara's ad via doing pod doing the stage show she'd been on a bunch of my stuff Mm -hmm. so she had uh instagram story something about like uh, these applicants are like uh like not good you know and so i responded to the story of being like are you hiring and she was like are you looking (laughs) (laughs) shook the mic Essentially, hey, in someone's DMs, hey. but no, because we knew each other, yes. but, but essentially I was like, are you hiring? And she's like, you looking? And I was like, I don't know, maybe. And she's like, all right, come talk to me tomorrow. And I was like, okay. 
And then, and then that was that. That was it. That had, was it. Had a brief little interview. Mm-hmm. She's like, okay, what's <laughs> your, you. what's your experience? You know, what's your experience level at and stuff like that? And what do you feel comfortable doing? And her being really, um, able to allow me to like bring in the stuff I knew and, mm-hmm. you know, allow me room for growth if I wanted that and like you know took me on exactly where I was experience level wise mm-hmm. and um she knew me you know she knew she knows I do sex education yeah. work she knows I do a lot in this industry so wasn't a big leap for her either but we were both like yeah and I definitely went home and had like a chat with Matt about it as well because there were also parts of it that I didn't know about that I was like oh, okay well I'll consider that mm-hmm. but like yeah, pretty immediately I was like, okay, well, yeah. <laughs> this is the thing. This is what I... I think a week later I had my first session. Wow. And it was with a couple, an amazing couple. I was like, she threw me this bone. Mm, really good couple. <laughs> first session. I was like, don't mind it. Don't mind if I do. Great. Yeah. <laughs> she knew to have me dumb a woman. <laughs> she knew that's where most, yes. most of my experience level was at at that point. <laughs> She's like, I'll oh, throw good. you this one. Yeah. As we like to do, the softball. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Shotgun. This lob. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. So, how do you see yourself growing from here? That's interesting. As um, a, a dumb. Yeah. I mean, I've had, um, hmm, I'm not sure how much I want to say mm. on the pod. Mm. We have secrets here. But, you know, there, yeah, there's ways I could go, you know, mm-hmm. um, that would be different for me, mm-hmm. um, that I think is just a natural progression of where my career is. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I could choose to do something. So, mm-hmm. you know, I've been doing what I've been doing currently for like quite a few years at this point. So, you know, the thought is there mm-hmm. of like what looks, you know, what could be, what's my one-year plan, two-year plan, five-year plan, Mm -hmm. you know, and just kind of considering my options. So there, there could be, you know, there could be changes maybe. Do you see yourself ever getting out of the industry at some point? I don't. I really don't. I know. Me neither. I really really don't. don't fathom. I really literally don't. I mean, I am 40 (laughs) already. You know what's funny? The Got your 400th episode and your 40th I'm 40 because I'm exactly 40. <laughs> 400th and 40. So, like, yeah, I, I truly don't believe this is an industry you can grow out of. Yeah. I'm sure it'll look different. Yes. It will. It can't help but look different yeah. as I get older and what, you know, what I want it to look like. But that's the great thing about sex work is you can have it look like whatever mm-hmm. is to your comfortability standards and you know, how much physical labor you want to be doing and like, whatever, it can look really different, but I think it's a really great gig for me. It fits in with all my strengths really well, the way I want like my schedule to look and all that. So I can really fathom it growing with me as I grow older. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Let's picture the most gorgeous... Sixty-five-year-old lady Pim. Absolutely, absolutely. I I can see that. What is that? Absolutely. What activities would you want to be doing at a lovely sixty-five? Man, <laughs> sixty-five. Okay, 65. I'm picturing. Yeah, my parents were like seventy, so okay. like I'm picturing. Okay. We can go seventy instead. So we don't have. <laughs> yeah, my mom's very not 
I am very like uh, doesn't have tons of mobility for physical stuff, but my dad, my dad really does still. Mm-hmm. So it could be I could still do physical work at mm-hmm. that point, you know, if I'm healthy and like I don't know. I don't think it would have to look much different. Mm-hmm. Honestly, Great. yeah, <laughs> like more foot worship. <laughs> more sitting. Yeah, because it's because sitting. That's the one. That's where I was sitting. going with that. <laughs> No, and I'm so inspired by Miss Bernadette, who was a <laughs> dominant that was on the roster when I first joined Ritual Chamber. I'm so inspired by her because she's an older gal, mm-hmm. and she offered different services than we did, you know, both oh. because of her interests, but also because of her age as well. Mm-hmm. She did half-hour lunchtime spankings. Oh my God, that sounds amazing. Yeah. And what? I would like charge a premium for that. Like, yeah. I charge more than she did probably. That's Great. the only different thing I might do. But like, you know, she, she was, she's a disciplinarian. That was her specialty. And yes. like those lunchtime, those business lunchtime, oh, business yeah. <laughs> Get in your lunchtime banking financial district. Come yeah. on down to the ritual chamber. You know? So like literally whatever. Yeah. And, yeah. That, actually, I, this is a great idea. (laughs) I mean, I think, I think we know for sure you're going to want to be working less. Mm -hmm. But the great thing about our industry is that you can, Mm -hmm. you know, you can charge more and work less. Mm -hmm. That will definitely happen. (laughs) (laughs) If I can say anything specific that's going to happen. As I get older, that. (laughs) Work less, charge more. more. Why do more? One can do less. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. can't. I can't. It's like a it's, a, it's a nice thought in my head. I love that for me. I love that for you too. <laughs> me too. I just, I don't know. I just picture you sitting down. Yeah. Absolutely sitting. <laughs> First of all, sitting down. <laughs> Second of all, just hitting some folk with your foots. Yeah. Just... Get that foot slap good, happening. Get a good, good foot slap in. <laughs> Yelling some profanities. Some humiliation. Yeah, I can still yell at that yeah. age. I mean. And wonderful humiliation. Yeah, I think at that point, I'd love to see myself just so advocating for myself yeah. and my needs and my boundaries. And I think when I picture myself at that age, I'm going to be so secure in like doing it exactly what how it feels good for me Mm -hmm. and nothing outside of that nothing more no no why why do why yeah and why and why and why even currently you know but you need money Mm -hmm. you know you need money sometimes right but i would love to see myself at that point like just doing it literally exactly how i want to need and not a not a minute or not a dollar more than (laughs) than that okay so if if we're mathing again oh boy one episode of the podcast fucking hell would you be on 25 65 25 no i'm too dumb no i couldn't possibly oh I used to be good at math. I have never I been did. good at math. I used to be good. Oh god, it was not me. I was pretty the good. Only thing I ever failed in life. Oh no. Was, <laughs> was the math. Was grade ten math. Oh no. The only math. thing. <laughs> oh, no. I'm good at making money. I'm good at counting it. I don't do anything else with numbers. That's it. <laughs> Shit. I don't know. 
viewers, tell us how many episodes it would be in 25 years if there is one episode a week. Get brownie points. I'm so dumb. Okay, so 52 times 25. That's what we're doing. 52 times 25. 52 times 25. Yes. That's what I we're doing. I have a calculator. <laughs> yeah, why, why, why are we trying to why math do with more? our brains? <laughs> why? One calc. One calc. Yeah. Uh, 52 times 25. 1300, so plus 400. You'll be on episode, episode 1700. 1700. Wow. That's something. I'll be your host again. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> will you be my host for, will. <laughs> for the 1700 episode? Remember back in the day. <laughs> This very <laughs> moment in time. That's nice. Yeah. yeah. So, how does it feel? I'm proud of um, my portfolio. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I'm perfectly happy to keep doing it. Um, again, I can't really foresee an end to the pod either. Mm -hmm. And how lucky for me that I'm doing a job and I'm doing you know, a kind of job with the podcast that, like, I can, I can continue and I can really see myself doing. Like, I'm happy with both that I can, how, how great is that? That's real great. Living the dream. Yeah. As one would say. Yeah. One might say. <laughs> one might say. Now, you didn't, um, you didn't memorize the outro of the pod. <laughs> Shit. I didn't. Try. I just need to see you try though. Oh no, I could not. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to help what me would through one, it. What might one say at the end of a podcast? Um. So, Lady Pym, if uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like if people want to find you, mm -hmm. where might they go? That's real good. Um, Twitter at the Lady Pym one on Instagram. I'm at the Bedpost Podcast and at the Lady Pym. For some reason, I'm on TikTok. <laughs> At okay, but Pim. TikTok is great. What is that TikTok? <laughs> At the Lady Pim. At the Lady So, uh, go ahead. Check those socials out. Uh-huh. <laughs> Scroll through them with all of your time that you have in the day. Mm -hmm. Become obsessed. Mm -hmm. Fall in love with it. Book that session. <laughs> Book the duos. <laughs> I think I say yeah. book the duos at the end book of every podcast episode I record. Book that duo. Yeah, I'm doing okay. Book that duo. <laughs> book that duo. You're nailing it. Yes. <laughs> Anything else that you want to add to our... I want to I wanna ask you about your socials and... Um... Me? My socials? Yes. Yeah. Oof. My socials. You can find me on Twitter at Goddess Freya Faye. That's G-O-D-D-E-S-S-F-R-E-Y-A. F A E, mm -hmm. and on Instagram, <laughs> and on Instagram at goddess dot Freya Faye, G O D D E S S dot F R E Y A F A E. What do I say at the very end of the pod? Very very end. Bye. <laughs> Until then, get fucked, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>